I'm Robin. I'm Stephanie. We're almost done for season four. We're going to wrap up uh, season four just in time for Christmas. (laughs) Well, we'll be talking about it maybe a couple days after Christmas, but... (laughs) In time for New Year's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So we'll talk about uh, what to expect at the end of this uh, um, podcast, what to expect when you're expecting. Um, But... I don't want to even think about that. (laughs) Let's get into some news. <laughs> oh, hot dog. Remember the blood filtration Lex was receiving in the season four premiere because his father yeah. poisoned him? Yeah. If you were following Lex Luthor's text messages through Verizon Wireless by texting Get Lex and using the password elements, this storyline was resolved even though they forgot to do it on screen. <laughs> <laughs> they forgot? Yeah. Like, remember he had like ports in his chest? <laughs> But, like, mm-hmm. later on this season, like, you've seen a few bare-chested Lex scenes and uh, no ports at all. Not even scars, but whatever. Uh, so you get you get uh, Lex's uh, text messages if you signed up for this. Mm-hmm. And uh, right around the time that these episodes aired, um, you got a text uh, from Dr. Sinclair saying there's no more traces of poison in his system so his dialysis treatments can stop. So... <laughs> That was wrapped up. Uh, and I went looking. I found a page that showed all the text messages. So here's a, here's a few other ones, okay? Uh, okay. There was a correspondence with a Mr. Wu who told Lex that Jason took the stone and asked if he can search Lana's apartment. And then um, another one saying he promises he's going to stay away from Lana because Lex must have texted him like, no, not Lana. <laughs> And then another one promising that he wasn't the one that ransacked her apartment. We'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one from uh, our old buddy uh, Mixel Pitalik, uh saying that he's checking out of level 33.1 and that he'll miss that hot Molly Griggs. Uh, Who is that? That was uh, Missy Peregrim's character from Delete, the oh. one that was able to control people through emails. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and another one from a girl named Paris thanking him for for the earrings and that she's looking forward to their next rendezvous. <laughs> uh, and also tying in with this week's episodes, uh, uh, there's several texts from Bridget Crosby confirming their meeting and saying that she has the item. Mm. So, that's all the news I had. Just funny stuff that was uh, about, uh, you know, all this like, uh, what is that like? It's not really ARG. I guess it's an ARG, but 2005. Just uh, it's uh, what do you what do you call it? Additional content yeah. or something, yeah. maybe. Uh, all right. Oh, I heard an echo. Oh, you heard an echo. Additional content. Okay, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so our first episode we're going to talk about is Lucy. Um, this is the one where Lois's sister Lucy shows up. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I bet Lucy is never mentioned again. <laughs> I bet even when when Lois and, and Clark get married, Lucy will never be mentioned. Uh, one thing, uh, why would you think Lois and Clark get married? Obviously, they're at each other's throats. That, that's I know. ridiculous. She can't stand they it. can't stand each other. She, yeah. yeah. In fact, uh, um, when Lucy shows up and says, I'm willing to sleep in the barn. Clark says, no, that's okay. Lois can sleep in the barn. <laughs> it's my favorite. But Okay, so, uh, yeah, my first note is, what show are we watching? 
<laughs> this is gigantic uh, uh, ski chase down down a mountain in Switzerland, and uh, this was actually filmed in Alberta, Canada. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, does this is this the beginning of the love affair between um, Peyton List and the CW? Like they love her so much, they try to they keep giving uh, her shows, they keep trying, and they never yeah they never make it. Yeah, uh, what was that the, the Tomorrow People is one of them? I don't know. I never really watched it. Yeah. Most recently, she was uh, on The Flash as the as Lisa Snart, the Golden Glider, Leonard Snart's uh, sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then she had the show <clears throat> where it was. Um, what was the the movie back for about twenty years ago where the daughter talked to her dad? Oh, frequency through the telephone yeah. and it. Yeah, that was a show. Yep. Um, Flash Forward, she was a part of that show. Uh, She Mm. was Roger's daughter on Mad Men. Was she Roger? No, she was Roger's wife. What? He got married to her? Yeah. I don't remember this. Yes, she was his wife. Okay. Well, that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Peyton List is one of those actresses that I go, and I see the credits at the end, I was like, I'll just go, oh, that's Peyton List. (laughs) I remember she's Lucy Lane. Yeah, she looks different. <laughs> uh, she got her big start in uh, As the World Turns. Like that was like her first like three hundred <laughs> performances on TV. Uh, Lucy Lane, when she first shows up in Superman comics, she is Lois's flight attendant sister, <laughs> and uh, she just is. Uh, she has on and off relationships with uh, Jimmy Olsen. Um, but she did take on the mantle of Superwoman for a while when she got a power suit that gave her the powers of Superman. But mm. yeah, other than that, it's just she's just Lois's sister. Uh, and this, she is like, you know, uh, I don't know. At, at first, she seemed like a super spy. <laughs> she's got this huge ski, like very James Bond ski chase, um, which doesn't make sense later. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I hate this episode. <laughs> this, this episode just bothers me. It's like, oh, everything we just we she duped us, and it's like that that teaser. The guy was chasing her, but he was working with her. What was going on? Yeah, the the only good part of this episode was when he threw him sandwiches and said, "The one with the sticker doesn't have tomatoes." And then Lois is like, "Oh, why does he know you doesn't? You don't like tomatoes." <laughs> That was the only good part. Yep. Uh, Lois uh, is asking a favor. She makes breakfast. <laughs> it's a pile of pancake pieces and burnt bacon. It's <laughs> uh, funny. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, and so we also have this other weird scenario where um, Lana and Jason come back to Lana's apartment, and her apartment's been trashed, and the stone is missing. And then we find out at the end of the episode that, no, she stole it herself and made it seem like she he stole it or that it was stolen. So, okay, is it that she doesn't trust Jason and she was testing to see if he would say what he did? He said, it doesn't matter. The stones are stupid. <laughs> Let's. Yeah, she wants she she says here like she wants to concentrate on their relationship. They want it. She wants to stop uh, treasure hunting and. Uh, have like a normal, not secretive relationship, but uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just like Lana. If you don't trust him, you don't need to be with him. Why are you with him if you can't trust yeah. him? Uh, it's just Lana. It, very, it's very attracted to mysterious men. I think. 
Um, but yeah, rewatch that scene again when she comes into the apartment. Which, w- backing up for a second, h- how did she toss her own apartment while she was out jogging? Like, w- did she meet him while? I'm assuming that's the only explanation. She met him. Yeah. She met him downstairs, maybe. Um, And yeah, so we have lots of uh, double-crossing, though. It's uh, Jason had swiped it and double-crossed Lex, and now Lana is double-crossing him. And then we find out later, perhaps Bridget Crosby was involved somehow. Uh, I'm confused. (laughs) Um, but Lana does discover that Jason is a pretty angry guy when he goes after Lex about the stone. Or Lionel, sorry, Lionel. When we finally see the inside of the guest house. Mm. <laughs> we only seen in um, bonus scenes. Um, Lucy. Yeah, Lucy played just like a Stradivarius clock. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? She plays a violin. Good one. <laughs> yeah, she does everything. Um... We get to see Lois at work here. Um, the uh, blonde that Lois waits on. I don't know if you saw the video that I posted in the uh, group, but uh, there's this one that you know orders a contemporary coffee order. You know, with non-fat soy latte, yada yada yada. Um, that blonde is Dana Devon. Uh, she is an on-air personality from Extra, uh, the the gossip slash entertainment mm-hmm. magazine show. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they were doing a behind-the-scenes special um, while Lucy was being filmed, and uh, uh, yeah, oh, I put in my notes. I had to plug the group. Uh, the group is at facebook.com/groups/dawson's group. That's where I posted the video. Uh, according to the clip, she had to use many takes to get that complicated order out, um, and they all were very patient with her. <laughs> and at the end of it, at the end of the clip, she's like, "Where will Dana pop up next?" And so I, I was like, huh, that's interesting. And so I looked her up on IMDb. And this woman from 2004 to 2005 uh, somehow convinced all sorts of TV shows to let her do like an extra part while they're doing a behind the scenes on the filming of their show. So between 2004 hmm. and 2005, Dana showed up on According to Jim, Young and the Restless, Jag, Scrubs, NCIS, Gilmore Girls, George Lopez, Charmed. Entertainment, or, excuse me, Enterprise, Desperate Housewives, Joey, Third Watch, and Two and a Half Men, <laughs> and Smallville. <laughs> wow! Uh, just wow. Um, so, but uh, yeah, Lucy is uh, uh, super flirty. She's got her overalls with her name on the front. Do you like that? <sighs> I didn't notice. <laughs> Did not notice. I, I, I mean, you know, Clark being attracted to her—that was pretty cute. Uh-huh. Because she's more his age. Lois is an old lady. <laughs> Lois you know. is an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did like, I, I think the one thing that I like about this episode is that it gives us more about Lois. Why is Lois the way she is? It's because she was the older sister that had to take the place of her mother and take care of her younger sister. Mm-hmm. And she and Lucy got a childhood and Lois didn't. And then we, then it's mm-hmm. all turned around later. And Lucy is very much like, "Oh, Daddy liked you better than me," you know. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. So I wrote here: the talent needs a burglar burglar alarm because Lucy like slips out of the house and immediately easily breaks into the talent and starts taking money. But luckily, um, Clark has followed her, and um, 
Yeah, she woke Clark up. <laughs> and so her first story here is like, listen, I owe $50,000 to a loan shark. Why do I owe $50,000? Well, listen, I got sent away to a boarding school and my friends are all super rich and I had to fill in. So I had to uh, borrow a bunch of money to pay for a bunch of expensive looking clothes so I could fit in with my friends. And I was just like, major first world problems, Lucy. <laughs> Like, ugh. Um, and I, I bought. She has to keep up with the Joneses. She has to vacation with them. Mm-hmm. She has to dress like them. She has to maintain that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 all a lie later. But um, and Lex gets involved because uh, I guess this guy, like basically, Lex wants to build build a hotel in Zurich, and this guy is a part of a family that's keeping that away, but. Um, during this, we actually get uh, the very first uh, Lex and Lois scene. Like they're in a scene together, which is uh, huh. never happened yet. Has hadn't happened yet. Um, but we do have a funny scene where Lex, Lucy, and Lana, uh, Lex, Lucy, and Lois all pile into his, uh, his sports car, and they're just like. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, wow, he doesn't have one. Like I, I just think of Lex as having like twelve cars, you know, at least. <laughs> so he doesn't have one with a back seat. Uh, but it was fun writing Lex Luthor, Lois Lane, and Lucy Lane. <laughs> I really like the double L's. Um, but uh, oh, and oh, that was a nasty pist- pistol whip that uh, Lex took there. Yet another knockout. Um, and Clark finds him on the side of the road after super speeding. And this is one of those nitpicks you could probably say every episode is like, okay, so Lex is tended to by Clark who has just appeared out of nowhere <laughs> and it's like, Oh, I got to get to get him to a hospital. It's like, if I was Lex, I'd be like, Oh man, I'm really messed up. Uh, you're going to have to drive me. Where's your truck? <laughs> uh, so it's like, how does he explain it? That's one of those things that you're not supposed to think yeah. about. Uh, oh yeah. Um, when the girls are talking about their father, they keep talking about their father. They call him the general. Rather than mm-hmm. just like dad or daddy or our father, it's just the general. Just right. Feel bad for how they were raised. They probably was very much like a you know he probably ran it just like his uh, his troops. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So uh, Clark has to do a rescue here. Lois and Lucy are in the back of a, a tractor trailer, and Clark on the on this overpass, you can actually see the mountains of Kansas behind him. Um, that's a joke. There's no mountains. You see the what? <laughs> the mountains of Kansas. Oh, the mountains of Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, he does this super jump where he lands on the truck and he bounces around. Oh yeah. And, uh, yeah, I wrote, ah, welcome to the title credits there. Stunt. <laughs> that, that thing is that the little scene is in like, I think the opening credits for the rest of the series. I'm not sure. Probably so. Just like. How um, <clears throat> when Kalil flew yes. in the season premiere, yeah. it's in there. Uh, we got some discussion between Lex and Clark. Lex wishes he had a brother, and I'm like, "Do you remember your brother Lucas?" <laughs> uh, yeah. See, Lucy is going to be like Lucy. yes, yes. Uh, Luc uh, siblings always get forgotten. Ah. Um. And I love. I just. I wrote down like every single time, 
uh, Chloe hints at things. Like Clark says, I can't save everyone. And Chloe says, it doesn't stop you from trying, does it, Clark? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we have a nice loft scene between Clark and Lois at the end. And um, it's, I, I, I like it. I don't know. I'm I'm a big Lois Lois and Clark fan, so just them kind of bonding and him saying, "Okay, I guess I'll be your friend." <laughs> it's cute. I like the relationship. You don't like it? It's too soon. No. <laughs> too soon. Um, I mean, I see her character. She's uptight. She's she's strong-willed. She's pushy. I understand that, but for some reason, I don't. There's there's something missing there. There's his reaction to her, or she needs to react to him. There's something there's something that's off kilter between them. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. Like uh, I think that they, they have great chemistry right off the bat. I think the casting was awesome for Lois Lane. That they they must have tested mm, together. I don't know. Not feeling it. Mm-mm. Wow. Okay. Um, she's around for a while, just so you know. Uh, oh yeah. I don't know. <laughs> But I love, I don't know, it's cheesy, but, you know, Lois walks away and it's like kind of like this warm feeling between the both of them. And Clark uh, looks at the stars and two stars collide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Whatever you say. So Lucy is a fugitive. Um, she stole Lex's car. <laughs> and that's all we know. That's That's it. Bye, Lucy. And the $50,000. Oh, yeah, yeah, the $50,000, yep. <sighs> so she was just a thief. I guess. I was really kind of not sure what the heck was going on. <laughs> I, I, I think that she, her whole plan was to get to Lex. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was it was like double-cross the episode between Lucy and, and what Lana was doing with uh, Jason, the fact that she... yeah. Had the stone the entire time. Okay. Are we done? Best Needle Drops, Kasabian, the song Clubfoot during the ski chase. Love that song. And uh, Mark Joseph's song Fly plays during Clark and Lois's loft scene. <laughs> so I put that on my playlist too. Uh, find those on Spotify. Uh, or find that on Spotify. Robin's Smallville playlist. Steph is subscribed. Yeah. That's- I listened at the gym. <laughs> I haven't been to the gym in like two months, oh. three months. Okay. Well, when you go to the gym, there's a whole bunch of new songs on there. <laughs> <laughs> and you listen, you'll be like, what episode was that? Um, okay. Next episode, Onyx. Oh, this one was good. Written by Stephen tonight. The one where Lex develops a split personality. <laughs> Okay, which one? What was the name of the Buffy episode where Xander split into two? <laughs> That's my first note. It's the replacement. <laughs> the replacement. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, my notes are all kind of confused about who, who, which Lex is what. During the production, they called the evil Lex Alexander, mm. which didn't okay. make any sense to me because I really feel like the. I mean, they're really getting at the evil Lex. Is uh, is Lex Luthor from the future? Like, this is how he's going to. Yes, act. like this is what this, this is. Yes, this this part of Lex's personality will become more prevalent yeah. and bigger, and will snuff out the other personality, the weaker, the the sweeter, nicer guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you still there? <laughs> uh, no. 
I heard me. You can't hear me? Oh, there we go. Uh, uh, did you hear what I said about licks? <laughs> the last <laughs> sentence? Probably the, not. Okay. I, that's what I was thinking, that, uh, that the evil licks will become the more dominant part of his personality and snuff out the, the nice guy licks uh-huh. in the future. That's what I was taking that as. Right. Well, the, the But, oh, my God, when he said, Mr. Kent, you were right. I am the villain of the story. Me and Morgan, were, we, like, cheered. <sighs> we jumped up. We clapped. It was great. Amazing, like, <laughs> classic Smallville line. Like, that line is great. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited when I hear that. And, and the fact that he's saying it to, to Jonathan is just like, yeah, you were right. <laughs> Yeah, well, the evil, the evil Lex, he plays it bigger and more broad and uh-huh. uh, just more animated. Mm-hmm. And nice guy Lex, real actual Lex, he's just, you know, same low-key, laid-back Lex. Yeah, but he's also, I mean, if you notice, like, we didn't get much of him until he was, uh, before he was tied up and put in the Iron Mask. But... He was very much like, oh, Clark, yeah, come down and see my lab. No problem. (laughs) He wasn't, like, secretive. He was, like – so he was, like, the angel part of Lex and and, uh, evil Lex is kind of like the devil part of Lex. Well, also, uh, he – good Lex encouraged Lionel to have the charity event. (laughs) Yep. And then evil Lex – Brought evil Lionel out. I know. Were you excited? <laughs> or were you like, aw? Uh, I wasn't, but Morgan was. I, Morgan was like, yes, he's back. I was, I I was knew sad. It. I kind of liked... I knew uh, it was just temporary. I liked Peacenick Lionel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought that was interesting. Um, oh, uh, yeah. So Clark uh, and Chloe are... Well, Lex was talking to Clark and Chloe, and he says he's going to take Clark to the lab and show him what he was doing when the explosion happened. And Clark's like, sure. And Chloe's like, I'll stick behind and uh, maybe talk to the scientist. And I'm like, Chloe, like you're getting an open invitation to Lex's secret lab. You're not going? <laughs> uh, so uh, my next question actually was for you. Um, so Eva Lex murders the scientist uh, by – Injecting some air into his IV tube is that is that just a TV thing or is that true? Because that seems like really it's easy a TV to do. thing, but I think it, it, you know. I mean, I think you would have to eject a huge amount of air oh, okay. to get an air embolism. I mean, and you could have an air embolism. You know, like if you get a blood clot, if a clot goes goes to your lung, if you have a pulmonary embolism, that's really dangerous and it cuts off you know the blood flow, but. It would have to. It would take a lot. It's a TV thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's there's. It's people are not in danger of. They haven't used this in a while, but this was that. this was something that the writers did a lot. Uh, maybe it was around this time or earlier. I don't know, but it was a lot of ooh the air inside the IV tube, and then yeah, it seems real sinister. But yeah, <clears throat> it's more of a TV trope. And I love that, like Evil X. Meets Chloe in, in the hallway, and I'm like, oh, this is why they had Chloe stay behind, because they wanted somebody to see that there's another Lex here. And his line, mm-hmm. did, you, did you catch his line to her? Or did you remember? Uh, <laughs> he's not feeling a thing. <laughs> he says, uh, maybe he said that too, but I just wrote down the quote, maybe you should come back a little later when he's feeling more a little more alive. <laughs> uh-huh. And just this 
you know, the the code goes off and everybody's rushing into the scientist's room and Chloe just like looks at Lex and there's this slow motion as he's walking around the corner and it's just this blank look, you know. It just reminded me of uh, what they did in uh, Transference with Clark walking around the prison cell, or rather Lionel as Clark walking around the prison cell during that Jimmy Eat Mm. World prison riot. (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, Lionel is stunned by how warm his son is being. Oh, I felt... That's another thing. Like, Lionel's like, yes, finally! Like, my son is, like, warming up to me. He's... He's giving me a chance, you know? He may not trust me entirely, but he's open. He's, he's, he hasn't put a wall up, you know? And, um, and that's when, uh, and after that scene, that's when Evil Lex knocks him out and takes him down and ties him up. And, uh, hello me, meet the real you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, there's a discussion about, like, oh, remember the last time we were here? And he's talking about, um, I don't know, something happened as a little kid in the wine cellar. And my immediately, immediate thought was, uh, having sex with Desiree uh, in the episode Heat. <laughs> but that was a deleted scene. So, um, Who is Desiree? Remember in Heat, she was the one that uh, like made everybody fall in love with her, even Jonathan. Oh, Kristen, whatever, from Days of Our Lives. Uh, if you say so, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, the split screen is really good here. I really liked it. They were they yeah, did a great it looks job. really great. I, I thought so. Yeah, it's uh, seamless. Yeah, I have uh, something from the book of Smallville Companion here. Uh, let's see, okay. I'm so excited. All right, paragraph three, verse. No, uh, Michael. <laughs> Michael Rosenbaum, in a good way, gets sort of freaked out when he's challenged, Greg Beeman revealed. For whatever reason, he's just pretty good at playing regular Lex, and he steps into it very easily and very fluidly. Onyx was a challenge that really got him anxious, and he worked really hard on Alexander and who Alexander was going to be. He's a hard worker, and so when it came down to filming, he had a lot of ideas that were different from what he was being told. I think some people, not necessarily Miles and Al, but other powers thought that it was important that Alexander would be much darker and much straighter. I think people in the Smallville team wanted him to stay away from the comedic Gene Hackman version of Lex. There was a lot of discouragement of him finding any comedy in that character, but I think Michael found a really good balance of making Alexander funny and dark and more menacing than the regular uh, Michael Roosevelt and Lex. And, oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and clearly differentiating the two. Um, mm-hmm. I know he worked a lot, really hard with director Terrence O'Hara, and he did a lot of work on his own and really brought that to the table. It was a pretty cool episode. We did some nice split screen work to put him in the same shots with himself, and some of the stunts were very successful. So, yeah, I think yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was he, he was different. You could tell, you know, which was evil Lex, which was a uh, good Lex, and you he was sinister and scary uh-huh. and intense. He was intense. But he, he also had just a, a tad bit of humor. Yep. <laughs> so did just a tad. So did you feel the heat when uh, Evil Lex went to Lana's apartment? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That oh, whew, that was a very memorable scene. That was that was excellent. Yeah. They they both did a great job with that, especially when uh, he said he was walking out and he said, you know, think about it, and he looked her up and down. <laughs> 
instead of I'll be thinking about or I'll be doing just that or yeah. whatever. Yep. That was a great scene. <laughs> uh. Uh, it, yeah, this is like, to me, I was like, oh man, this is like Lex on Reg K, you know, he's completely uninhibited and yeah, and, he's going to kick her out of her apartment. Yeah. Then he kissed her and then he said, uh, you know, with you by my side, you know, we could like reign, you could be my queen, yeah. we could reign together. And, and then when he, uh, when he came back and apologized, he apologized and left and she said, yeah, I'm sorry too. What was she sorry about? <laughs> I have no idea. I can't remember. What would she be sorry about? I have no idea. Uh, maybe because she slapped she him? sorry that, <laughs> that she liked it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, we get a fencing scene between uh, Evil X and Lionel. And uh, just trying to remind you, the last time we saw them fencing together really like hardcore was the uh, season one's hothead. If you remember, John Glover did the mm-hmm. stunt where he rolls over the pool table. Yeah, that was good. It's just, I knew you were in there somewhere, Father. <sighs> and uh, and uh, cuts his cheek. Yeah, I wrote, oh, oh yeah. crap. Well, before that, when he's fencing with, with the female, and um, he took advantage of the situation when Lionel came in and got her, t- drew her attention, mm-hmm. and Lex... I don't know fencing terms. Poked her, stabbed her, got her. <laughs> yes, yeah. When when her attention, when she, you know, that should have been, you know, he shouldn't have. Anyway, that just that was a just one little moment that showed his character yeah. that he was devious, that he would take advantage of situations. Oh, and he slapped her on the rear on her on her way out. Oh. God. <laughs> uh. And yeah, just quoting Lionel back to him, just like telling him, like, this is why I didn't do it, because helping those who refuse to help themselves is a waste of time and money, son. Uh, great scene. Um, but also, like, I just, again, I feel like, oh, man, you know, he was trying so hard, and now it's like, like, you brought, you brought evil Lionel out. Yeah, like, the, if Lex hadn't, of, uh, if this hadn't happened to Lex... It would not have affected uh, Lionel. Would be completely different. Mm-hmm. It, but yeah, that uh, last bit of Clark uh, good vibes wears out in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, uh, another Chloe line here. People have a lot of different sides. <laughs> um, and uh, oh yeah, Lex finds out about Clark's secret again. Um, he drops a large block of concrete on the top of him and Chloe and uh, Clark protects Chloe from the, like the thing breaks over his back. Luckily Chloe yeah. gets knocked out, but <laughs> uh, Lex sees it. Yeah. But another instance where you're like, Oh my gosh, somebody knows yeah. this is great. The show has changed forever. Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Yes. Oh, and again, we get this, uh, you know, and, we get this too many times. It's going to really diffuse when it actually does happen. Although I don't think it does. Uh, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> the the whole scene where Lex confronts Clark about you know how he lied to him and you know now I know your secret and then he offers him to him to join him and they're going to rule the world together. Uh, we're well, like gods among me. Yeah. Oh, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, oh, you're not the real Lex. And he's like, I am the real Lex. <laughs> and uh, he's got that kryptonite ring and punches Clark like right out of the barn. 
Uh-huh. And um, I don't know if you remember, but there's uh, uh, the future visions of Lex uh, when he's in the White House. He's wearing that one black glove. And that was a homage to the fact that uh, he had in the comics this uh, kryptonite ring and he ended up losing his hand uh, because of the radiation. And so he wears this like black glove over a fake hand. Huh. Yeah. And Jonathan is in the hospital yet again <laughs> uh, because uh, Lex shoots him, which, uh, you know, he gets over because... pretty quick next episode. But <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. Lex shoots Jonathan in the leg. Uh-huh. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then next episode, he falls down some stairs. <laughs> After getting after getting his head clobbered in by a, a, a fire axe, I love when yeah. <laughs> I hate to skip ahead, but it's so funny when Clark finds them and he's like, "I'm okay, son. You know, like <laughs> no problem here. I'm not. I don't have a freaking concussion, and my ribs aren't totally broken up." Um. Okay, so uh, Clark takes a, a page out of the book that he learned earlier this season. Uh, the black kryptonite uh, fused his two selves together after they were trying to battle each other. Um, and it works the same for Lex and uh, Evil Lex or Alexander, what do you want, whatever you want to call mm. it. Um, but uh, what, what, is, what is this? Uh, I wrote, I'm starting to hate the sound of my own voice. Oh, it's just Lex talking about his double. <laughs> Oh, uh, we didn't talk about uh, the man in the Iron Mask. Yes. Yeah. How, you know, Lionel and Lex are always talking about some kind of literature or historical figure. So King Louis the third, fourth, fifth, fourth, third. I'm not sure which one was Leonardo one of, DiCaprio. <laughs> the 14th. Uh, <laughs> so supposedly he had a brother and the good one he kept in, in the Bastille. Uh-huh. With mask. an iron mask, so nobody would know who he is. And yep. Yeah, and funny enough, Lex has an iron mask just sitting around his mm-hmm. wine cellar. Just pulls it out from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, another great quote that came up here um, when uh, Lex is fighting Clark and taking him down with the kryptonite ring. Um, he says, "I want you to remember that, despite your amazing powers, there was one man who beat you." Um, this is a line that was in um, the comic book uh, Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. That's a Batman line, and was actually used again in Batman vs Superman. <laughs> so, mm. but uh, uh, Clark didn't say, "Just make sure Lillian's okay." <laughs> and Lex would say, "Why did you say that name?" <laughs> um, anyway, those are jokes. I don't know who Lillian is. Who's Lillian? Lillian's Lex's mom. <laughs> Who he's in love with. Uh, <laughs> Remember all that? Uh, he only dates people that look like his mother. <laughs> um, so, of course, after they're fused together, Lex doesn't remember a thing. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, Lionel dusts off his old power suit uh, and is back in back in action again, ready to grow the lion's mane out again. Uh, All right. A man can't deny his true nature. We're Luthers. We're Luthers. <laughs> and when Lionel leaves, we go to Lex, and Lex has a little smirk on his face. So I ask you, Steph, did Evil Lex win? 
Dun, dun, dun. Did you? I didn't even you notice, didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, mm. watch the last like 20 seconds of the episode. It's uh, it's just he, Lionel walks away and it goes to Lex and he just kind of, just a little smirk comes up. Uh, I don't have any needle, needle drops. Huh. Do you have anything more to say about that episode? Uh, I enjoyed it. I, th- I thought it was great. Yeah. I enjoyed seeing uh, Michael Rosenbaum do a different version of the character. You know, I just, that's what I love about genre shows <laughs> that, you know, they get to play. They don't, they're not, they don't get, they don't have to be bored doing the same boring stuff right. constantly. They get to do such different. He's not just uh, Dawson all the time. He, characters. you know, and he's not like Dawson yeah. is acting completely out of character just to make a story work. You know, it's, he gets to be possessed by Pacey or, uh, <laughs> 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 Um, all right, so you want to talk about Spirit, where everybody's getting possessed? Um, yeah, that was fun. The one where a dead mean girl possesses most of the cast. And I say my first note in this uh, episode is, oh, my God, it's Lifehouse. <laughs> uh, what day is it? Oh. You know, their music is terrible, except for that one song. That's a good song. Oh, you and me? It's, Yeah. yeah. But all their other songs sound like just like no, uh, no, 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 no. They played they played another song in either the pilot or the episode afterwards with Bug Boy, um, where it's a very much a Clark and Lana song, and it's called Everything, and it is amazing, and I love it, and uh, I made my wife dance with me um, at our wedding to it. So uh, yeah, uh, although. It is about six minutes and 30 seconds or almost seven minutes long. So uh, we wanted it to be like our main wedding song, but I was like, I'm not going to make this entire, our entire reception just sit there and watch us like slowly dance together for Mm -hmm. almost seven minutes. Three minutes is enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, We, uh, we, uh, we just stuck with that last and got it done. (laughs) Um, my next note is after watching the latest 2020 special, I wasn't prepared to see L- Chloe wielding an axe. <laughs> oh, I didn't get a chance to watch oh, it. Yeah. They, is it? Yeah, it's all about the... Is she in it? Yep. Yeah, well, they, they don't get any interviews with her, but they do talk about her. They also mention our our, our friend Kristen Crook as well. Really? Uh, although she's just kind of... She and, like, Grace Park are mentioned as people that, you know, were involved with the group, but, you know... But they mentioned that Alice and Mac is definitely involved in this group. Uh, so it's uh, it's horrible, and uh, I'm just uh, I'm just a huge fan of Chloe Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and like, uh, who was the member of the group that posted it and said that it's like uh, this guy has taken a lot of cues from Scientology? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why, you know, whenever I hear, learn more and more about Scientology, I think, I can't believe that this, that people are not trying to do this themselves. Yeah. This seemed to have uh, been so lucrative for some people. You would think that more people would try to, to copy it. A uh, bunch of feeble-minded idiots. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, so poor Jonathan Kent's just walking the halls, checking for teenagers, checking for loiterers. And immediately gets knocked down a flight of stairs by an axe. I was like, oh, man. Jonathan, you just got shot in the leg last episode. Now you're 
You possibly have a concussion. Yeah. and But what was great was you could tell that that was not Chloe. Yeah. Or either if it was Chloe, something had happened. Because you're like, oh, my gosh, what has happened to make Chloe act this way? Or who is this person yeah. that looks like Chloe? You know, we, it's such a good tease. She's, she's going you, full uh, it, Carrie. <laughs> Yeah, she's, uh, she's gonna she's, make them pay. The makeup is running down her face, and she's uh, she's ready to just burn the whole place down. I love when she lights up the mop. She's like, "That's what I call a torch." <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so uh, we rewind and we start, and we're getting ready for the prom. And um, uh, Chloe is talking about the convention of. Yay, prom should be a great thing where we celebrate our high school memories, but, you know, we really have to, like, drive it in, you know, like, by topping it off with a popularity Make it a, contest. a popularity cl- a contest. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, when, when I went to prom, I didn't – that was like – I didn't care anything about that. Right. Because it didn't involve me. Mm-hmm. So I, who cares? Right. <laughs> I, guess, I guess if you allow yourself to be a part of that, then maybe that would bother you or, or affect Add your prom. pressure yeah. to you. Yeah, but they it is affecting her because they have made her the protest vote. Yeah. <laughs> yep, she is she is definitely turning into the Carrie White <laughs> of the thing. Although uh, in Carrie, she's like it's it's a whole stunt that's planned so they could drop a bunch of pig's blood on her. This time it's this is a protest vote. Yeah, for sure. Um. Oh, I wanted to ask you. Uh, you just took Western Civ. What's a hippocrat? <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's a dumb girl <laughs> who gets words confused. Uh, so, what did you think of Dawn Styles? Oh, I thought she was great. Yeah. <laughs> I like that she's just this big personality. So, like everybody who's going to be possessed by her later is going to be like, "Oh, this I can do this." You know, this. Yeah, is, every this is every actor can do can can imitate her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this is Beatrice Rosen. And uh, I was looking at her IMDb, and I was super impressed. Did you see the picture I posted in the group of the Dark Knight? Yeah. Yeah, she's the Russian ballerina that Bruce Wayne takes to the table and has that big scene with uh, uh, Harvey Dent and um, Rachel Rachel II, <laughs> the, the not Katie Holmes <laughs> Rachel. Um, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's just it's such a like a memorable scene, you know that, that that's where the whole scene, that whole line comes from. Like you either live long en- or die die a hero, or you live long enough to become the villain. Um, and she's there, yeah, she's Don free. Styles. <laughs> Don Styles, <laughs> yeah, she was also on Charmed, and uh, I guess uh, like w- one of the main players on that uh, that Fox show Backstrom. They tried to make the the show about. Um, Dwight Schrute becoming a hard-boiled detective who's everybody hates. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I, I just saw the commercial for that. I was like, yeah, he looks like a jerk, and I'm not interested in watching it. Yeah, that's right. He was a jerk. Yeah. And that was about they it. They really uh, um, hit the nail on the head, though, with Dawn. They were, you know, they might as well have called her Cordelia because they, they <sighs> gave her a harmony <laughs> to back her up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And that's uh, Candace McClure. Uh, she was Lieutenant Duala on BSG. Um, she's yes. so gorgeous. Hey, did did we see? Oh, I know. Did we see her in something recently? Um, she was 
in Hemlock Grove. Um, she was also in this show that I, I really liked, but it only lasted one season, which was uh, Persons Unknown, that town that gets shut down. And it's like, uh, oh, they're messing with us. The cameras are like in every room. Yeah. I don't know if there's something you saw. Nope. Yeah. Well, um, you can look it up because I got something to read to you. Um, okay. <laughs> so our next scene is where a body is found. And all we, see, all we see for the rest of the series of Margot Kidder is a foot sticking out of the ground <laughs> because Bridget Crosby <laughs> has been killed. And so there was a New York Times article about Smallville. And they said, one character who will not play a larger part of the story is Bridget Crosby, played by Margot Kidder, who portrayed Lois Lane in the Superman movies. Crosby was introduced earlier this season as an emissary for Swan, Mr. Reeves' character. In a referential moment for fans, she said they had been lovers in another lifetime. As tonight's episode was originally written, Crosby was going to tell Clark of Swan's death and the character would return for more episodes. In a recent interview Ms. Kidder gave to, the, to, to a Superman fan site, she said she would not be appearing because of a contract problem. She added, Christopher was my friend, so to go on and do a scene where I announce his death on Smallville so that they can get publicity, it just seemed to me to be exploitive, personally. If you're going to get me to be exploitive, you're going to have to pay me an awful lot of money. <laughs> uh... Um... Mr. Goff, or, you know, Al Goff, um, executive producer of Smallville, uh, says uh, the plan, f- he said, t- um, he sees tonight's show and the plan for Ms. Cater's character differently. We're sorry she chose not to come back. We certainly don't think what we were asking her to do was exploitative. Christopher Reeve was a big part of the mythology of Smallville. So, yeah, Margot Cater kind of leaves on sour terms, but as he's is kind of resentful that they're... She thinks that you know they're using Christopher Reeve as like his po- you know, popularity and the sadness of his passing as like some sort of promotion for the show. And I, I think they were just or, tributing. Or paying tribute. she just wanted more money. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, anyway, that's yeah. I hate to hate to be cynical, but yeah, that could be it. <laughs> See, she was in an episode. Candace McClure was in an episode of Supernatural last year. Oh. It might just be that I watched an episode of uh, Battlestar Galactica. That might be what I'm thinking about. I, you know, I really want to do a rewatch of that show sometime. I have not seen. Oh my god, it was such a great so show! Great. I remember being I mean, so into it every week. Oh my gosh, I I remember at this time of the year. It was Christmas time. I got up at like four o'clock. I went to the mall. I sat and waited in line at the toy store to buy a Wii, and I watched BSG on my phone. Uh-huh. Like I will never forget the experience of watching <laughs> BSG. Yeah, you know they they started off with the miniseries, but then that episode was at thirty three, thirty three. Yes, that was so amazing. good, amazing. Yeah, the miniseries is terrible. Yeah. And nobody makes it past that. You know, those who made it past that actually got to enjoy the series. But I just wanted to reference 33 to you, uh, not to get spoilery, but um, there is a plot in uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi that um, some critics were like, this is a lot like 33, <laughs> where the ships have to keep going and have to keep going, uh, you know, and the Cylons are constantly fighting uh, them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was it was very reminiscent. Yeah. It was it was like, oh, this seems familiar. <laughs> uh so we find out in the next scene that uh Clark actually is the person behind the uh rebel vote for Chloe. And I just <laughs> love that uh you know, 
Smallville likes to buck the high school conventions or at least make our, our kids cool enough to do that because, you know, Clark does this for Chloe. And if you remember, Pete nominated Clark for class president to uh, kind of mess with things. And then, uh, yeah, incurred the. Yeah, and then Clark's not even going to the prom. Yep. Incurred the, re- the vengeance he's, of B Girl. He's so cool, he's not even going. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, everybody's not going to the prom, it seems. Nobody's interested. It's just, you know, circumstances make them go to the prom. And luckily, everybody's got a dress and or tux available. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it is explained away that, you know, Martha's like, oh, just in case. And it's like, oh, she's such a great mom and everything. But I'm yeah. not sure where Lois got her dress from. I'm not sure where Lana got her dress from. <laughs> Lana, uh, you know, skipping ahead, she looks like freaking dynamite when she walks into that prom. Okay. Uh, well, I was going to say, I was going to say, Martha looks, uh, and then O'Toole looks really good in her, in her uh, bronze, I guess you would say. She looks good. Okay. Uh, Lois Looks amazing, you know, in her pink. It was it's so funny because she would never wear pink. Yeah. She would never wear a dress. She would never go to a prom. Uh, Chloe looks cute. Chloe looks like Chloe looked back, you know, a couple of seasons ago mm-hmm. when they went to the homecoming dance. What was it? The homecoming dance. Yeah. You know, Chloe. Chloe's dress suits her. It's quirky or whatever. It's but when Lana walked into that prom, my heart leapt out of my chest. Like I felt like Clark. <laughs> Nice. I did. Yeah. I was like, like in love uh-huh. when she was. She looked amazing, She's gorgeous. Like, wow. And it's like she wasn't going to go to the prom, but uh, she just threw that old thing on and did her hair well, up perfectly. And what was perfectly. great is we didn't have to hear a whole bunch of dialogue <laughs> about why she came, yeah. this or she shouldn't or they shouldn't. Uh, the they just danced, and it was beautiful, and I enjoyed it so much. And I definitely, I definitely enjoyed it too. I really, I did still. I mean, you could see I mean, Chloe is Chloe's definitely more over Clark than she used to be. She used to be very jealous. And yeah, she does have a twinge of jealousy once the whole Lana thing happens. And I, and I do feel bad for Chloe. It's like Clark, you should have made Chloe your priority. Uh, you should have danced with her and be like, I need to make up for this, you know? But instead, mm-hmm. uh, he goes after Lana and uh, angers Jason. Oh. Um, mm. Anyway, we got to go back. Uh, we meet Billy here, um, Billy Durden, who we've actually met before. This is uh, Jesse Hutch. He played high schooler Troy Turner, who was uh, in a couple episodes in like the first season. Um, he was actually uh, murdered. In the episode Redux, he was the kid that got kissed right before he jumped in the water to swim and then he drowned. Yeah. So I, I expect you to remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, well, I looked I looked him up and I looked up the guy from the next episode and I see that they work a lot. Yeah. They do a lot of these like Hallmark Channel Christmas movies <laughs> yeah. and TV movies. You filming in Vancouver? Yeah. I, I can audition. <laughs> yeah. So... Dawn is definitely headed for a car crash because she is reading a fucking yearbook, <laughs> driving, writing, and talking on the phone. So, uh, no surprise that she is murdered here or dies here, murders herself. Um, there is a little Easter egg. We see she's looking at the yearbook and it shows Clark's uh, like junior picture, and 
and it says uh, the quote is, "Wow, done with another year, but it was definitely another good one. Can't wait for the summer to hang around the Crater Leak with PR, CS, and the two LLs." Thanks, Mom and Dad, for everything. And, of course, I'll still be around the farm to lend a hand. See everyone else next year. So <laughs> that was his <laughs> quote before he went into uh, exile. Or wait, was that? No, that was before he went to the, into the cave wall. <laughs> uh, so uh, Don wanders out of the woods after the accident and uh, gets mowed down by uh, Martha Kent. And my note was, this isn't the first kid that she hit with her car. <laughs> I remember Ryan wandered out of the woods mm-hmm. himself and Martha's just – but instead of being hit with a car, she goes through the car and is inside – goes inside Martha again. She's like, holy crap, I'm Clark Kent's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Which just – I know. <laughs> the first thing I was like, how does she know his, who his mom is? But it's because of the talent. Yeah. Everybody knows Martha Kent. Um, okay, so before we get into her, I just want to read this trivia. Uh, one of the things that the show does well is what we call sort of personality changer doppelganger episodes, says Al Goff. Quite frankly, we may have gone into that well a few too many times in season four, but in its defense, I think they're all quite good episodes. They are. I enjoy, I enjoy every one of them. Yeah. So <laughs> we go to commercial and... That it's Clark Co- Clark Co- comes home and finds his mother dancing to Ashley Simpson, eating ice cream right out of the car and just acting crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "What's for dinner?" And she tries to feed him the ice cream. <laughs> uh, Annette says, "I absolutely love that. The only bad thing was having to learn that Ashley Simpson song and trying to or having to listen to that Ashley Simpson song and trying to learn it so she could sing along." Um, anything that out of character like that is always really, really fun to do. And to dance around and be stupid, it was great. <laughs> One of my favorite Martha Kent lines of this entire series is, I'm just super pumped about the prom. <laughs> <laughs> she was. She was super pumped about the prom. And, uh, yeah, Clark is talking about how he sh- she's not going, th- he's not going to the prom. And Mar- Dawn is Martha is like you can take me. Uh, <laughs> wait a second, no. Uh, and uh, yeah, Lois we find is still allergic to Shelby, so she ends up going to the hospital for that. But um, Martha ends up uh, after going later's uh, goes to the Talon um, and totally is super rude to Lana. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, Lana with your life with your Jason and going to France for art school. And um, and then she ends up grabbing her shoulder and she immediately switches bodies with her. And Martha has no idea how she got there. And Lana talks to Clark and asks Clark to the prom and totally confuses uh-huh. him. Yeah, I'm just like, by now... Whenever somebody acts out of character, these guys should be immediately suspicious. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, what's going on? What's going on? Is this a new should kryptonite or kryptonite? Is this uh, it's is there a spirit? Uh, is <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. This spirit is created because a dead body lands near some kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it like the ground zero for kryptonite? Like it's the most kryptonite. I, I yeah, I can't remember. Was, was that something that was, it was mentioned? some line like that? Uh, Chloe C. And again, kryptonite causes psychosis. Um, 
because now Dawn is ready to murder uh, people. She uh-huh. takes that electrical cord and tries to kill Billy with it. Because he could not stand her uh-huh. another second. He couldn't take her voice. Uh-huh. And then Lonnie goes, what do you mean my voice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they did this great scene in the hallway with the body jumping from one to the other. And there's a teacher that oh, she jumps yeah. into. Um, and that was uh, Beverly Elliott, who's on Once Upon a Time. It's Graham's. Who I think we've mentioned like three other times when she's played an extra on one of these shows that we cover. <laughs> uh, I just uh, I'm like, oh, this this IMDb pro- IMDb profile again. Oh yeah. Um. Oh yeah. So <laughs> they go to the hospital to check in with Clark, who's there with Billy, and get an update on Dawn. Um, Harmony shows up, sneaks into Dawn's room because um, Dawn has taken over Harmony. <laughs> I love it. Just like. Clark, Clark, like, warns her. He's like, oh, yeah, Don's like, completely disfigured. Disfigured. And she's like, oh, gross. And then um, a nurse catches her, and um, and then shortly after... You're not supposed to be here. Yeah, and then she finds out that Don has died. So, actually, it wasn't a dead body that fell near the kryptonite. It was Don's barely alive body. And then Don like, kills herself, I guess. Mm. Um, but Lois... Is at the hospital, um, and she's just like, ask, it's so funny. She's like asking this orderly, like, what's up about um, the test or whatever. And she's she's like, I don't know what happened. They stuck a bunch of needles in my back. And I'm just like, they, they stuck a bunch of needles in your back, and you don't know why? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> how, how did you let that happen? Anyway. Um... So, yeah, skipping ahead, Lois looks super good in that dress. Well, of course she does. She has fake boobs. I, I'm not I'm not going to believe that they're fake until you've proven that. And uh, I just, uh, you know, there are such things as uh, uh, gorgeous boobies. And, uh, you know, um, I'm suddenly feeling awkward talking about this. But I just wanted to defend <laughs> Erica Durant, who is a wonderful person. <laughs> Hmm? You can't be that skinny and have boobs like that. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I don't think that's that's fake news. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Lex catches Jason hacking into Lex's email and uh, discovers that Miss uh, Bridget was messaging him, and um, and then we find out that Lex is like covering like he never reported that there was a body on his property. <laughs> And then he goes – then Jason goes and meets up with uh, his mother and, wow, does Jason take a turn here or what? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, Lex get, did away – did exactly how we thought – what he, <laughs> Lex did exactly what we thought he would do. He disposed of the body. Right. Yeah, I love you too, Mom. Bye. Yeah. So, so, and it's so weird. It's like he murdered. So this is this implies that Jason murdered Bridget Crosby. He took the stone from Bridget. He dumped the body on Lex's property to get rid of it, and then he it, uh, it must be a groundskeeper that found the body, and then he played like, oh, you should tell the authorities, and then he ends up telling the authorities himself. Only to have Lex move the body. I don't know. It, it was weird. It was like, why did he bring the sheriff in? Yeah, it? when Jason was acting super innocent, yeah. and like, like, like Lex was the one in the doing wrong, yeah. when really uh, Jason knew exactly what was going on. <laughs> 
It was weird. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like, oh, we've just reversed this on you, and ah, it was this the entire time, but it's like, like why were they acting this way earlier? Yeah, like really. So let's review about the stones. <laughs> okay. Lana, the stone that they went to China to get, Lana has. Uh-huh. She, Jason now has the stone that was in the prison that that they used in transference yes. to swap bodies. Yes, there's a third stone. So, and that's the one. The third stone. That's the one that Clark took from Lex's plane, and that is down in the cave. It's in the table. So that's the three stones right there. Okay. So, yeah. So, season finale, the three stones get put in the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, so, anyway, back to the prom. <laughs> this is more important. Um, the prom's theme is Look to the Stars. Aw. The little bit of trivia, they tried bringing Pete back again. Pete was supposed to be Chloe's date. And uh, so, but they couldn't work it out. He was busy filming something. Um, but yeah, um, Lois transfers to Chloe once the Chloe is announced queen, prom queen. And I just love Lois. What the hell am I doing in this dress? And what the hell am I doing at your prom? (laughs) Yeah. And she was like, did you pin this on me? It's awfully close to my boob. (laughs) That was my other quote. Maybe she said breast. No, she said boob. (laughs) A little close to the boob, don't you think? But but what was so great about Chloe is the whole time she's so reluctantly considering, you know, she's like she's not going to win and but when she does win because Lois hugs her and then the body the what's her name? Dawn. Dawn goes into her body. Then she's like so over the moon <laughs> ecstatic, happy about winning homecoming queen and oh, yeah. gives this big speech about how Dawn Styles actually deserves it, yeah. and that's what drives her over the edge because everybody starts booing and and then chanting for Chloe, and uh, yeah, this is like very much like Carrie, you know. She, Dawn is Carrie, and she's being embarrassed, and uh, now is going to set the school on fire and kill everybody inside. So Clark finds Jonathan, and like I said earlier, Jonathan's like, "I'm fine, son," and. Clark is going to go after after Don, but he tells us. Oh, also, I noticed this the second time I saw, I watched it. I didn't notice it the first uh-huh. time, but Clark says, "Dad, I need you to do something for yeah. me." Yeah. So Clark Clark had this plan the whole time. Exactly. Yeah, he's like, "I'm going to have it transferred into me," and then I don't know. Uh, I wrote down crypto exorcism <laughs> because I don't know. You know, that's one part of his plan. I was like, "All right, so." What was his plan after, like, Jonathan puts him down with kryptonite? Did, did he – was he sh- sure that the it would make her spirit jump out of his body? Maybe. Um, mm. But, yeah. But we did get a great thing. We had a great, like, moment of Clark Kent as uh, angry mean girl <laughs> and tells <laughs> Chloe, crowns mine, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so if only we had Clark put the crown on himself, that would have been really funny. But uh, in this episode, Chloe learns about kryptonite, and that uh, oh yeah, well, it doesn't know it's kryptonite. Just knows that Clark knows that he has a weakness. Yeah, and so they all go back to the prom, and Lois tells Clark to dance with Lana, and there's a dance, and it's and she Lana's gorgeous, and uh, oh, Lois 
reassures Chloe that she's headed for bigger and better things. She's going to be a big reporter at the Daily Planet. And uh, and then Jason shows up and uh, is angrily looking. Yeah, he's like, I knew it. You say that Clark Kent means nothing to you, but I knew that you still had feelings mm-hmm. for him. That's 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 the inner di- dialogue going on. Yeah, but, but it's like I feel no sympathy for him because we find out earlier that he murdered somebody like for these stupid stones. You know, I mean, I guess you could say he really bought into the whole Isabel Thoreau thing, and that if he doesn't get get a hold of these stones, uh, you know the whatever prophecy, whatever curse that Isabel casts on his family is going to come true and both him and his mother are going to get killed. But I don't know. Jeez, a little psychotic. Um, anything else you wanted to say about this episode? <sighs> Lana and Clark forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's It was really nice to see the, them together. It, yeah, we're headed back because she's not in love with Jason. Right. She's not. Um, uh, was this the one where Lois tells Chloe to forget about his baby blues? Yeah, that she's headed for better, bigger and better things. Yeah, mm. his eyes are green. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I do the needle drops for this episode? Yeah. Best needle drops. <clears throat> Lifehouse, come back down. Played at the prom when uh, Chloe is preparing to blow up school. It's the song they play in the beginning. Uh, Lifehouse, blind. Uh, the song that they're, they're playing when Clark arrives with Lois, uh, Slash Dawn. Uh, Lifehouse, you and me, uh, when Clark and Lana are dancing together, the one you actually like. And obviously, I had to put on my playlist Ashley Simpson's La La <laughs> because <laughs> the song kind of rocks. I'll admit it, but it, it, it does. But it's but the lyrics are stupid. Yeah, you make me want a La La. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It just brings back happy memories of uh, Annette O'Toole rocking out in the camp kitchen. <laughs> Yeah, that was great. That was a, it was a fun episode. Yeah. But the best episode is is blank. <laughs> That's right. Yes, this is the one where Clark loses his memories, and the only person that can help him is the person that secretly knows his secret. Secretly knows his secret. Yeah, that. Works. Yeah. You would go back to the basics. Yeah, this is a. I would say this is a. This is a classic Smallville episode. This is a favorite of a lot of people's. Um, there's actually this is a very very good. This this broke my heart. Yeah. Like so many times in this episode, I was we're we're back to to how we felt with Lana and and Clark mm-hmm. back oh, early gosh. on. Oh, we'll get to that. We got we got to, we got to take this. In. And also, the reason Lana and Clark are not together is because of Jonathan Kent. He is now the villain. Jonathan Kent is the villain of the story. <laughs> he is the villain of the story. <laughs> okay. Because if it wasn't for Jonathan, Clark and Lana would be together. Wait, wait. Why is this? I can't I can't remember. What, what are you talking about? Well, okay. In this episode, Martha and Jonathan are in uh, Metropolis for another stupid heart test. <laughs> uh, He's been shot and knocked down a, ter- a flight of stairs. So, you know, i got to get some tests done. Yeah. Well, okay. So they're not around, and his. So Clark is finding out about his powers for the first time again, yeah. over without his parents around for their influence for them to say, you know, you better watch out. You better be careful. You better not do this. You better not do that. Uh-huh. So he's like, why do I care what people think? 
why do I care about other people? I, you know, I've got these powers. Oh, right. And so. So you're saying Jonathan um, in making sure that he keeps his secret and, you know, because he's worried about his son um, makes it so he'll keep the secret from Lana. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess you could see it that way. I really feel like Clark, if he wanted to tell Lana, he'd tell Lana and, you know, he's a, he's a strong enough person. He's, you know, in his mid twenties. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Let's, let's rewind to the beginning here. So, um, we, we have, uh, the coffee rush and, uh, Clark and Chloe walk in and Clark is talking about possibly going to University of Miami. Yeah, because, okay, this harkens back to Run? Uh, yeah, really? Why is that? Because... Yeah, we're, him and Flash run down to Miami and they meet these girls. And Flash is like, why didn't well, you get her right. phone number or something like that? And, yeah. uh, and I don't know. that. So that's what... Uh, it reminded me of that episode where they ran to Miami. So well, it is Clark is thinking about going away to school. <laughs> it is a nod to the '80s Superboy series, where get this: in the third season of Superboy, Clark and Lana go from being college students to interning at the Bureau for Extra Normal Matters in Capital City, Florida. <laughs> I'm just I just wanted to mention that, and also. Plead with you to let us cover the Superboy series from the eighties sometime. This one, <laughs> I mean, come on, is do wait, do what the, the Superboy series sometime uh, in our on our podcast? <laughs> You'll probably have enough Superboy by the end of, by the time we're done with Smallville. But did you did you hear did you not hear my trivia or did it break up? This is this is a live action show. Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen it. Okay. I, I know people that are okay. fans of it, but yeah, I've never seen it. But it's just funny. It's like Clark and Lana, like they move from uh, Kansas to Florida and uh, basically work on X-Files cases. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, my next note is Lois is rocking that tank top. I'm going to keep moving on. Um, so, yeah. We have Kevin who shows up and his and he's got a great power, you know. He just he just does what he wants and takes the memories of people around him and then walks away, you know, because it's like it's like nothing happened because nobody can remember what just happened. Um, and Clark uh, goes after him, and in the alley when he catches him, Kevin zaps him, and his zaps him good. His entire life flashes before his eyes. Uh, another thing I posted in the group is a list of every single scene that was in this episode. There's over a hundred different memories that flash before uh, Clark's eyes in that one. Wow. Yeah. Um, it is amazing. It goes, it, I mean, it's stuff that like Lucy Lane is in it and like it goes all the way back to the pilot. So it's almost like a, a like a, a, a scene from every episode. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I I know when I saw that I thought, oh, whoever did that, that was a lot of work, and I'm sure they are very, very proud of themselves. <laughs> yeah, that looked like a lot well, of. Work. It's so funny because it 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 explains like so many times I'm on IMDb and I'm looking for trivia for a certain episode of Smallville, and I see that there's something in the connections tab. So I'm like, oh, it's uh, this episode is somehow connected to some some other thing. Nope, it's just because it has a scene from it in delete. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, uh, or rather blank. 
Um, I always get delete and blank mixed up, by the way. Wait, which one is delete? Delete was the one where the emails tell people to kill the, kill, the, kill themselves or kill each other. Oh, God. And blank is this episode. So, um, but yeah. Yeah, over a hundred different memories. Um, why did he take, why did it take all of Clark's memories? Be, just because Clark is uh, not like everybody else. It might be, yeah. There was a fan, uh, like a fan piece of trivia that supposed that maybe Kryptonians are able to store so much more memories in their Kryptonian brain. So then one zap that would take down um, a human, um, take away a couple of moments away from a human's memory, like ends up like erasing nearly, you know, the last four years from (laughs) Clark's memory. So... Uh, oh, okay. Kevin Grady, played by Jonathan Bennett, who was in Cheaper by the Dozen 2. Uh, uh, that's the, that's uh, Two Cheaper, Two Dozen. And uh, <laughs> so that's his connection to Tom Welling. And he also has a... So they were the same one, the same movie? Uh-huh. Okay. I believe so, unless he was... I didn't know which Cheaper by the Dozen Tom Welling was in. I, th- I think he's one of the kids. He's, you know, he's one of Steve Martin's uh, 20-something uh, teenagers. Um, Jonathan was also in uh, Dukes of Hazard: The Beginning, which was a some sort of TV movie or straight to video where they um, they had they cast two actors to play Bo and Luke Duke and like to so- see I don't know their beginnings I have no idea but uh, Kevin played Bo Duke or Jonathan played Bo Duke so that's his- I'm sorry Becca but I. I- my ignorant brother was calling. What, you, what were you saying? Uh, Jonathan Bennett, who plays Kevin Grady, his connection to um, Tom Welling is cheaper by the dozen too, but also to John, Tom Welling or to John Schneider because he was in Dukes of Hazard: The Beginning, which was a TV movie or directed video thing that showed the beginning of the Duke Boys. I guess I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Like I was saying, that guy, him, and the boyfriend from the previous episode. There were they do a lot of those like TV movies and all those movies that are obviously filmed in Canada. Yeah, there's so much good stuff here. But Chloe is the one that finds Clark in the alley, so she takes him home and to kind of remind him of what's going on. And uh, I love his first is like, I spend most of my time in a barn. <laughs> That's where I always hang out. Great. And then he rips the and front she door. Says, oh. And she says, she says, normal is not, you don't do normal. And then she says something like, that's my attempt at humor. Sometimes I crash and burn. <laughs> yep. Uh, he rips the front door thought, down. Yeah. And so she has to cover, she's covering for him. Like when Lois comes There's in, ah, wind. Oh, wind came up and knocked it off I love how Chloe's like, he has amnesia. And Lois is like, again? Again? <laughs> well, at least this time he has his clothes on. <laughs> And then Clark is, you know, immediately annoyed by Lois, of course. And he says, please don't tell me I'm related to her. <laughs> Which I just love. It's so funny. Uh, See, I, I don't buy his... I don't buy his annoyance with her. Well, I don't know. It's... it's. I mean, it's... I don't think it's genuine. I think it's there for humor. And, uh, uh, you know, I think it's... That's it. I can't... I can't tell... Does he actually not like her? Is he kidding with we her? Know Clark has Is a, he just a little annoyed no. with Clark, her? Does he really like her, but he's trying to pretend like he doesn't like her? Like, I can't gauge what he's meaning by There this. might be a little bit of that, but I mean, we know Clark. He's got a good heart. He's not going to dismiss people. You know, he's not. He's always going to give somebody a shot. 
But Lois is such a brash personality that his reaction to her is a little different than what he is to everybody else. Uh, and I don't know. It's just, you know, that she's, she's a, spe- a special person. And maybe he doesn't quite f- figure out that it's an attraction thing. But I think it's more of a, I don't know, just a humorous uh, repartee that he has with her. I, I don't know. I love it. Um, I, I'm biased, though. So, you know, go with whatever you're thinking. <laughs> Um, Lana tells Jason She's tired of being in a relationship with someone who has so many secrets And Jason warns her You're the one part of my life That made me forget Who I turned into Was this the part where you kind of got aggressive with her And said don't give up on me Yep Because she tells him that she's not going to enroll At uh, um, Central Kansas Oh yeah she's not going to college Yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, let's go and, and check out the dorms. And he was so excited that she was going to be moving to that college. Yeah. And nope, she's not going to college, which I like. Yep. Don't go to college. <laughs> yep. Well, people go to college. But when you're on a television show, don't go to don't college. Go to college. <laughs> um, so Chloe explains Clark's how he got his powers by saying that he was affected by the meteor rocks. And that he's alien, yeah, because she doesn't know right. that he is alien, right? That he saved many lives, and he is Smallville's uh, self-appointed hero, and um, they've been close friends. And um, she even admits that he didn't tell her the secret that she she knew about it. Um, and it's just like a sweet scene that Chloe he he knows that Chloe won't um, betray him. He trusts he trusts her. Uh, there's a little bit of lame plotting here. Like Chloe and Clark go back to the talent and somehow Kevin Grady's like card or driver's license. I don't know what it was like a membership card. It was a, yeah, like a, like a membership card to a dirt bike race rink yeah. or something. Cause he was wearing like a, a motorcycle jacket and that somehow this card like fell out of his pocket and went underneath the the, the mat in in front of the. Well, somehow it got him to his house, <laughs> and we see his dad, and his dad looks like somebody you've seen a million times on television show. He looks like a cop. Yeah. He looks like a cop, a, a chief of police, like a captain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried. I looked at his IMDb, and I was just I couldn't think of there. There's plenty of things I've seen him in, but it wasn't anything like, oh, he was that guy. Yeah, nothing stood out. It was more yeah. like, he's just that guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. You've seen him. Um, but yeah, before before we leave the talent, though, like, um, you know, Chloe discovered his, his, discovers his powers. That's another fun thing about this episode is that she finds out more and more powers that Clark has. Yeah. This is where she discovers that he has x-ray vision. <laughs> um, oh, and... Realizes that he can see through clothes. <laughs> Covers herself up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, he starts talking about, like, coming out. <laughs> and Chloe's like, maybe you should wait till your parents get back. Um, I enjoy Tom Welling's acting bewildered. Yeah. And confused. I think it's, it, that's really good. That's a, that's, uh, I buy all that. Totally. That he's. Just lost and confused. And Did you see the latest Lucifer? Yes. That was a good ending. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen the very... I saw oh. where he comes in to talk to Lucifer. Oh. And, uh, that was a good ending. Uh, <laughs> I'm very excited <laughs> for more uh, Tom Welling Lucifer. 
Oh, I'm always excited for <laughs> Tom Welling on Lucifer. But yes. He's so big. He is, he's so he's big. Massive. Um, he's what? Massive. He's massive. <laughs> Our little boy has grown up. <laughs> yeah, he's got gray hair. <laughs> he does. So Clark and Chloe are investigating the talent, and Chloe's telling him all these things, and then Lana walks out of her apartment, and Clark is like, oh, who is she? Oh, and then that's so sweet. Sets a lamp on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and Chloe discovers he has heat vision. <laughs> and then is kind of disgusted, it seems. <laughs> because she mentions that he prematurely combusted <laughs> the lamp. <laughs> Which, you know, prematurely. Well, that explains it. Yeah. Uh, so does he talk to Lana here or does yeah. he go to school and talk to Lana? Uh, no, that's later. Uh, this, you know, Chloe does like – she's like, this is – that is the love of your life and uh, yeah. And there's that little twinge of heartbreak yeah, on Chloe, Chloe's face. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, he's back at the loft and he's got all sorts of promotional photos for Kristen Crook spread out in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the drawings and yeah. Um, what's up? Uh, oh, this. Okay, so yeah, the next day at school, that's when he approaches Lana and is like, "What happened to us?" And uh, it's so oh sad. yeah, yeah, he's like, "I don't understand." And it's like, "I love you so much. Why are we not together?" Yeah. And she said, "It's because of you." Or I don't know what she said, but he was like, "Me, I, d- I did the." Uh, he said, "He said this time it'll be different." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she says she doesn't know, and Clark realizes it was something that he he must have done, and that he doesn't care what it was. This time it's going to be different. Yeah, I was kind of, uh, I was like, why is Clark walking around in high school? Like he's going to go back to high school with Amnesia and just go about his day. But I guess uh, they had to have a way for him and Lana to have a little interaction. Yeah, he went to school just to see her. So they agree to meet later, and were you thinking to yourself, oh, here we go. <laughs> and, of course, Lana's going to get her heart broken yet again. Um, so... Yeah, yeah, because it, it's not going to be uncomplicated like, you know, like you want it to be. It's going to... Something's going to complicate mm-hmm. it. Clark's going to get his memories back, and he's going to realize that... He's kept a secret from Lana because he doesn't want her to be hurt, and then he's now he's got to tell Lana that he didn't want to meet her for some reason, or uh, cover it up mm-hmm. and be even more of a jerk. Um, so yeah, we see uh, at the Grady Ref- residence that um, Kevin is kind of manipulating his father, but it's his father that uh, submitted him to uh, Summerholtz, and it turns out that Kevin was a part of those experiments we saw in Memoria. And um, and that's well, he says that Kevin accidentally killed his brother while hunting, and that he was he submitted himself to those treatments because he was trying to erase that memory. We find out later, of course, that the father killed the son, and uh, and now he, and I'm sure I guess his son must have felt guilty about it, and uh, and that I don't know, I don't know, whatever, but that but. Um, Dr. Grady is actually in charge of those experiments at Summerhalt because um, the sheriff from Riverdale has been arrested or killed or something. I can't remember what the hell happened to him. (laughs) (laughs) What? Remember the guy? uh, Never mind. The guy that was in charge of it, he was also in charge of the Ryan experiments. What happened to him? Did he get killed? 
Or is he get, did he get arrested? I can't remember. And you probably can't either. I'm assuming he's dead because if he was arrested... I don't know. Right now, you bring up Riverdale and all I can think about is Betty pole dancing in lingerie and getting furious again all over that. Well, back up and think of Veronica going in the basement and seeing Kevin Keller's dad without his shirt on. That's the guy. Oh, yeah. That was the, <laughs> that was the doctor from Memoria from uh, Summerholt. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've told you this before. You must have gotten zapped I by thought, Kevin Grady. <laughs> I thought he was. I thought he was the dad. I thought he was Cheryl's dad. Nope. Okay. So Chloe, at this interaction, learns about Clark's superheroing, and then she knows that he can run really fast. So she tells him to run after Kevin, who's getting away, and he ends up in a cow pasture because <laughs> he doesn't expect to have. That was cute. Yeah. Then they go to visit Lex because it's the whole uh, connection to Summerhalt, the memory treatment. And Lex is like, hmm, I have a great idea. Why don't you stay with me, Clark? Let's go talk about those caves. And uh, and this is where Chloe goes. She whispers when she walks out of the room, Clark, be careful. Yeah. Clark, watch out. Yep. And uh, luckily she did that. Okay. Because- well, also Lois tells – Lois and Clark have a heart-to-heart. Uh-huh. And she tells him to go with his gut. And so does that mean and that of- when he didn't trust Lex, well, also he had Chloe telling him not to trust Lex or not to, not to, you know, to watch out. But it was it his gut instinct not to trust Lex? Uh, maybe, maybe I can't remember that part. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. My next note is Summerhalt has Luther Corp security because Chloe just pretty much walks right in, <laughs> starts going through their files. And, uh, yeah, meanwhile, Clark has tracked down Kevin, and he's in the woods. He's about to kill himself, and then he learns that um, it was his father that shot his brother. And uh, That's terrible. I mean, can you imagine you want your child to have those, those you know, awful feelings of regret and pain and guilt? And, you know, right. not only did your, you've lost a child, but you want your other child to think that they're responsible? That's awful. awful. What a terrible person. Dr. Grady is the worst. But uh, Kevin and Clark go to Summerhalt where Chloe is being uh, strapped down. um, And uh, Grady is about to wipe her memory clean. And also Sheriff Adams and Lois are there. And so Clark and Kevin break in the building. um, And, uh, oh, yeah, Clark runs into jars of kryptonite. But, uh, but, yeah, there's this whole thing. Um, Oh, yeah. My, oh. Sorry, I'm skipping a bunch of notes. I wrote, what jurisdiction does Sheriff Adams have here <laughs> at all? <laughs> like, she's a small little <laughs> sheriff. This is Metropolis. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Clark, like, when he falls down from this kryptonite, he tells Kevin, he's like, yeah, go ahead, I'll catch up. Uh, maybe he just doesn't remember that kryptonite actually affects him here. I can't remember. Anyway, I thought it was weird. It was just like, yeah, don't help me up or anything. Just go ahead. <laughs> Um, so the great, oh yeah, Grady starts the treatment and Clark gets between the beam and Chloe and it brings back his memory. Yeah. And then like, as a result, there was, there's this whole like crash. These two big, uh, electrical columns come down and are about to crush Chloe. Clark catches them and Sheriff Adams and Lois are there to see it. And it's like, whoa. And, uh, 
Lois says, I shouldn't call you, maybe I shouldn't call you Smallville anymore. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, he wipes Sheriff Adams' memory, he wipes Lois's memory, he wipes Chloe's memory, and then he's like, you're welcome, and he leaves. And yep. then Clark's like, I don't know what happened, but I feel like I should let you go. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, see the amnesia boy. <laughs> he's He's gone. <laughs> And uh, but it, it was like it was like the writer said we need a way to <laughs> have some excitement and to get excited that somebody knows Clark's secrets, but then just wipe their memory yeah. just you know immediately. Well, if you got a guy that can instantly cause uh, memories to be erased, you got to do something really cool. And I, I really liked that stunt that those columns coming down on Clark and he's holding it up. It's just awesome. Yeah, that and the uh, the concrete coming down on him and Chloe yeah. and Onyx. Uh, uh, Onyx. Onyx. Yeah, those were those were great uh, sequences. So Clark can't remember what happened when he couldn't remember. <laughs> so his se- Chloe's secret of knowing that about Clark is still a secret, but he also, um, uh, yeah, Lex Lex tries to. Get him to share, but you know Clark is immediately suspicious, and Lex is like, "Oh well, you know." Um, oh, he stole one of Clark's cave drawings, and then Lana shows up, and he's not sure why she's there, and I'm like, "Oh Christ, here we go." Uh huh. And then um, you know she's about to leave, and he tells he calls her back and says, "This time it's going to be different." And I and I'm thinking, "Oh my God, are they getting back together?" <laughs> Yeah, because so many times you've been you've wanted him to say, Lana, wait. Yeah. And he does it. He lets her just walk. Yeah. This time he makes her stop. Yep. And he says, this time it's going to be different. So let's go watch the next episode to see if this sticks. <laughs> well, wait, we got uh, to wrap this uh, episode up. I love when Chloe shows up and he's like, are you Chloe? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. But it's a nice, uh, it's a nice uh, last moment here between because this is a very much a Clark and Chloe episode. Um, yeah, and um, Chloe, he's like, did I act any differently? And she said, the the one thing he did differently was he trusted her, and then he, she just kind of mm. lets him sit with that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, the best needle drop for the episode is uh, that scene I wrote. Uh, Switch foots. This is your life. Plays under that song, uh, under that scene. Yeah. So awesome. Uh, blank. I mean, I think I was going to give episode of the week probably to Spirit for the amount of fun I had, but going through mm-hmm. blank with you, I'm reminded of how great that episode is. Oh man, there's just so much there. Yeah. It's so it's so complicated because it just goes back to the beginning of Clark. He learns about his powers all over. He is, you know, he has the dilemma of why am I not telling people about this, yeah. uh, you know, and affecting other people. And why is, why am I not with the person that I want to be with the most? Yeah. Why are we not together? Yeah. Why am I not with the love of my life? Yeah. If Chloe's, at, Chloe's saying that. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So. He, uh, the guy, wiped the sheriff and Lois's memory. What did he wipe from Chloe? 
Oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, let me back up in my recap here. Just that he's that, that he was there? Um, Kevin wakes up and blasts all three women. Lois and Sheriff Adams forget what they saw, and Chloe forgets the treatment. Hmm. The treatment. Okay. The treatment that she got, she forgets. I don't know. Maybe it reverses whatever treatment she got. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Blank is probably my episode of the week, but, man, I think Onyx and Spirit are definitely in close second. They were both great episodes. Lucy, eh. Lucy is garbage. Yeah, just... <laughs> and I, I, like, they spent so much time and energy and money on that ski <laughs> teaser that they forgot to do anything else. <laughs> yeah. It was a cool, cool ski sequence, though. All right, so... For our holiday break, um, we will be watching three episodes to wrap up season four. Um, the episode titles are Ageless, Forever, and, of course, Commencement. Mm. Here are your teases. Okay. Clark and Lana find a baby in a cornfield. No. What? Babies are stupid. What? Babies ruin shows. Don't, don't tell Des. Uh, <laughs> we have our first episode written and directed by Stephen tonight. Ah. Um, the next thing is so that's that's deja vu. We just had yeah, right. Angel. <laughs> Stephen and I were just going through all this stuff. We might as well do uh, some Daredevil next and Spartacus. Um, my next tease is high school is ending and Steph isn't the only one who has a hard time letting go. <laughs> huh? Uh, these are more like, I don't know. I didn't want to be too specific cause there's a lot of good stuff that happens, but I just want to say high school is ending. No more torch, no more wall of weird, weird, no more Smallville high. Um, Isabel, the Teagues and the secrets of the stones are wrapped up. Um, Good, because when we saw uh, Bridget Crosby's body, I was really hoping it was Genevieve T. (laughs) It's all going to be wrapped up, you know. Uh, There's a a character about to be created that has been going on for, like, what, 12 years now, Dean Winchester. And uh, so Jensen needs to Uh to get off of the show. Uh, my next one is since this is a genre show, graduation is going to be pretty interesting. <laughs> uh, uh, I will. I will also tell you there is no uh, mare that's a snake in this episode, so you can. Oh shoot! That. And to make up for just three episodes to watch over the holiday, I just want to tell you the season finale is extra long. It was actually um, a ninety-minute season finale when it aired. Oh, wow. In the end, without the commercials, they also had a Batman Begins tease, eight-minute tease that went on during the episode. So without the commercials mm-hmm. and without the Batman Begins extra tease, um, it's only about an extra ten minutes. <laughs> but it's, it's a little longer. <laughs> so uh, have fun watching that tonight. <laughs> I will. All right. Well, uh, wow. It seems like we went for a long time, but I think after taking out some edit points, it might be shorter. But uh, thanks for listening to We Don't Want to Wait. Um, have a happy Honda days and a Merry Toyotathon. Uh, do, do you want to say anything to? <laughs> that always cracks me up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. All right. 
Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. And goodbye. <laughs>